Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. We're back. Friday show, Soul Patrol TGIF. Thank God I'm forgiven. The month of September is dedicated to the seven sorrows of Mary. Well, welcome back, and uh, we're glad to be back. It's been a couple of weeks, but we are back, and here we are to um, to give you our 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 take. To speak the truth and share yes, the action. Yes, absolutely. This is absolutely. A Friday spiritual warfare. Jesus uh -huh. 911, you know on Fridays, that's what we do is spiritual warfare. And uh, an attack on a Catholic bishop is spiritual warfare. Yes. And a Catholic bishop teaching modernism, and that's mm. also spiritual warfare. That's what we're going to be talking about today. But let's just get deep into the month of September, September, and then we'll get into today's topics. Yeah, let's get into yeah. that. Just to remind everybody, the, the month of September is dedicated to the seven sorrows of Mary. And this devotion to the, to the sorrows of Virgin Mary dates from the 12th century, when it made its appearance in monastic circles under the influence of St. Anselm and St. Bernard. The sister, Sistersons and then the Servites undertook to propagate it. It became widespread in the 14th and especially the 15th centuries where confraternities of the sorrowful mothers sprang up. And by the way, that's what Father Ripperger calls yes. his order now. Yeah. He's taken that name called the Dolores, the Doloran mm -hmm. Fathers. It's mm -hmm. basically from Our Lady, Dolores. Yeah. Dolores from Our Lady of Sorrows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he says, he says that according to the church's tradition, because Our Lady went through different sorrows mm -hmm. at the foot of the cross, John 19. She merited different things, and one of the things that she merited while standing beneath the, the cross was the ability to reveal hidden things, and she knows them more than anybody else in heaven except God. And why does she know these things? Well, Simeon prophesied, the, the high priest, a sword will pierce your, uh, a sword will pierce your heart, and, uh, and, 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 and the thoughts of many will be laid bare. Mm -hmm. And so the tradition of the church is that if you pray uh, to Our Lady of Sorrows, especially nine days in a row, and ask her, reveal to me the sins of my family and my own imperfections, she will, and she'll also give you the grace to fight against them. Yeah, and I, there's uh, <clears throat> more days left to continue uh, um, offering up your rosary, uh, saying actually the Dolo Rosary. Yeah. And that's what Jesse and I have been doing. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Again, just the whole month of September. September. Just do the Dolo Rosary. Dolo I mean, you rosary. Can do, do everything it counts. Else. <laughs> do anything else that you want. Uh, but yes. do the Dolo Rosary the month of September and, and ask her, uh, reveal yes. to me my imperfections and, and whatever generational spirit my family is, is dealing with. Yes. Yeah. So, so let's uh, <clears throat> go on to our, yeah. our subject of the day. Okay. There, there's a priest by the name of Father Jerry Pekorsky, very well known. He's got a pretty impressive curriculum vitae. Mm -hmm. He's from the Diocese of Arlington. Uh, he's been writing a long time for some of the great publications like Credo and Adoramus. Uh, he's big on the liturgy. He's a, he's a good, solid, orthodox priest, one of those very trusted voices for, for years. He wrote an article on, on Bishop John Dolan, the Bishop of the Phoenix Diocese. And he talks about a statement that Bishop Dolan made. And again, um, uh, obviously, all of our bishops are being attacked by the yes, evil Yes, absolutely they are. I mean, they're... They're the primary target mm -hmm. from the devil. Yep. And this priest, Father Pekorsky, is pointing out to a bishop, kind of a priest, 
offering fraternal correction to a bishop about something that he said uh, not too long ago about the LGBT community. And we'll look at the article and we'll see exactly what Father Pekorsky said. But again, it's fraternal correction from a priest to a bishop, their brother priest actually, mm-hmm. because once again, the devil, the, the diabolical is constantly trying to attack uh, priests and bishops especially to compromise and to become modernists. And I believe that our uh, Father Jerry really wrote this out of love. Oh, you could tell. Out of love for the souls of Bishop uh, John Dolan here in the Phoenix Diocese and other bishops too. And not only bishop, it also applies to us. Even though it's directed towards um, the bishops, we have to also think about our salvation. When you read these wonderful um, uh, articles that really are trying to enrich our faith. And not only that, we need to use those, these articles and share them with others. And that's what we're doing today is right. sharing it with you all so you can be aware of actually what exactly is going on and especially with um, our particular bishop. Yeah, Bishop, uh, I mean, Father Pekorsky, <coughs> he talks first about the resurrection. And this started happening after Vatican II, yeah. right around Vatican II and after there started being a wholesale denial of the bodily resurrection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in, in major schools, major seminaries, the bodily resurrection right around Vatican II, post-Vatican II especially, started being just yep. rejected. And, and, but, and that's everything. The resurrection is our there, Easter. There is no faith that's, without that. You know, we simulate that every day when we wake up. Yeah. You know, we're going to be resurrected. That's how we're going to get up. Yeah. I mean, yeah, every morning, every morning is a dress rehearsal for the resurrection. Absolutely. And so what Father Pekorsky did, Mm -hmm. he took this whole modernist denial of the resurrection and he basically shows Mm -hmm. that Bishop Dolan's statement that he made uh, to this magazine. I think it was uh, uh, the the magazine. It'll it'll, it'll, we'll give you the name right now. he, it's it's basically the same old modernist error where you try to separate the body from the soul. We can't separate. No, one, we can't. We can't separate the body from Absolutely the soul. Absolutely not. They're united, uh, and we can't separate what we do in the body and say it doesn't matter what you do in your body. You mm-hmm. still can go to heaven. That's the point that Father Pekorsky's making to Bishop Dolan. It does matter what people do with their bodies. Yes. Their salvation is contingent mm-hmm. on what they do with their bodies. So let's start with well, the just article. imagine if you separate the body and soul. If you put, you separate the body, you just have a cadaver. Yes. Yeah, that's you have a death. cadaver. And then you, if you uh, separate the soul, it's just the spirit. Yeah. So we need to have them together. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we are together. So let's start with uh, what uh, Father, Father Jerry... Pico- Jerry Pekorsky. Pekorsky says, he titles his article, The Bishop Perceiver Interview. Looking through the rearview mirror of memories. Here's the interesting. The reason he's calling it that, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. He said in the 1980s, and I remember a lot of my priest friends were going through seminary. uh, When you would get interviewed, that's what it was called, a PPI, Priest Perceiver Interview. The liberals, they called it that. Father, all of our friends, like Father yeah, Mike Sears, tears, Father yep, Steve Patron, yep. Father Robert Gerard, they yes, all went through the too. PPI. Yeah. Okay. The liberals set up a thing, feminist nuns, yes. uh, liberals that would get young Orthodox men that were interviewing and yeah. they would put them through this PPI. Yeah. And so. And essentially, are you Orthodox? 
Yeah, if you're Orthodox, they want to find out if you're Orthodox. So a lot of the people, a lot of the good priest friends that I know, they have to basically lie during yep. these PPI yep. interviews, yep. priest perceiver interview. Yep. Well, Father Jerry takes that PPI and he calls in his article, Bishop Perceiver interview. Like, Bishop, I'm going to interview you to see if you're Orthodox. So yes, that was so this, yeah, that's, yeah, that's that was, a good word play. That was witty. Yeah, so yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay, so he says. Looking through the rearview mirror of memories is one of the advantages of growing old. Disturbing events that were out of focus years ago take shape to explain current events. It is wise for priests and bishops to revisit the occurrences of several decades ago when it was so fashionable to question all church teaching. The, uh, the pop theological denial of the bodily resurrection of Jesus is a prime example. In the years following Vatican II, <clears throat> everything from contraception to woman's ordination was up for grabs. Mm. The bodily resurrection of Jesus was in the mix. Liberal conventional wisdom held that faith in the bodily resurrection of Jesus was not necessary for us to appreciate his teachings. And a lot of this was influenced by Protestant theologian Rudolf Bultmann, mm -hmm. who's affected a lot of Catholic Jesuits. Mm -hmm. We were encouraged... Father uh, Pekorsky writes, to focus on the inspiring words that the early church placed on the lips of Jesus and not on this resurrection. Yeah, yeah. Right. In the 1980s, the priest perceiver interview, also known as PPI, was a popular screening instrument for seminaries. To get rid of good priests, yep, good, that's good vocations. We had one priest friend of ours that went to it twice. <laughs> He figured out how to do it. The yeah. first time he was dismissed. Yeah. The second time he passed. He said what they wanted to yeah, hear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We continue. Vocation directors, highly trained in an afternoon PPI workshop, asked questions that included trite, touchy-feely psychology and garden variety uh, descent. But the, com the combination of two questions was especially mal malignant. Quote, do you believe in the resurrection? End quote. What would you say if archaeologists discovered the bones of Jesus? <laughs> wow. So young seminarians yes. or candidates, they knew the preferred response. Uh, yes, I believe the early church inserted the resurrection. <laughs> yeah. Inserted. Yeah, yeah. You have to see. This is the liberal. Uh, yeah, you have answer. to say you, that. You have to give it. These PPI. <laughs> Uh, interviews before if you want to get into seminary here here's what the what the seminarians would say they would say oh yes i believe the early church inserted See, it didn't happen <laughs> the resurrection event into the gospels but the but the bodily resurrection isn't essential to our faith no no it isn't. no not absolutely yeah, yeah. not it, it, not essential yeah, easter is not the highest holy day of christianity no not absolutely at not at all uh, the spirit of the teachings of jesus is the most important this is what the liberals say and this is what the Candidates at seminary had to say to get in. Yeah, to get in, and I'm sure that happened <laughs> oh. widely in the LA diocese. Yeah, you know, it's just a miracle that all these good <laughs> Orthodox priests that we know are there still today. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. So astute and daring seminarians would quote Saint Paul. Uh, uh, here comes the holy pause. Mater Dei. Yes. The mother of our Savior. In fact, uh, yes. The mother of the risen one. Risen one. Yes. Our Lady of Grace. Not a figment of our imagination. We'll be See back. The, yep. Yeah, we'll be back. The end of the other side of the break. Our Lady of Guadalupe. Pray for us. 
Jesus 911 Friday show. We're back. We're talking yes. about. Um, With Jesse and Anita. Or Tobias and Sarah. Or Aquila and Prisca. Aquila. <laughs> we have to think about that. Yeah, Which one comes first? Yeah, it didn't come, didn't come that fast. <laughs> it's, uh, I was having a senior moment there. Um, so, Father Jerry Pekorski, mm-hmm. an amazing priest from the Diocese of Arlington, Virginia, he's writing an article and he's showing about, again, a lot of the liberal stuff that was happening in the 80s with this mm-hmm. PPI, the way they would interview good semin- candidates for the seminary and they would disqualify them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, he called the article, because he's writing it in respectfully to Bishop John Dolan, the Bishop of Diocese, he's calling it the Bishop Perceiver Interview. In other words, I'm interviewing you, Bishop, mm-hmm. uh, because again, fraternal correction, he wants him to conform to orthodoxy because the statement he made, which is coming up right now, is real problematic yep. that Bishop Dolan just made. And it's coming up right here in the article. So it says, um, a student daring seminarians would quote St. Paul from 1 Corinthians fifteen seventeen: If Christ has not been raised, <laughs> your faith is futile and you are still in your sins. Or some translation, your faith is vain. <laughs> close, close quote. It is disturbing to consider how the vocations... App- apparatchiks, these communists, mm-hmm. induced many seminarians to deny the Catholic faith. Mm-hmm. How many of those young men are bishops today? In other words, the, yep. the part of the apparatchiks, these these uh, these uh, members know. of the communists. Yes. That's what that that word means. Yeah. So how many of them now are bishops today yep. that made it through the system because they're modernists? So well, we can kind of guess. Yeah. Well, just by the way they. Well, there's an inference here ruling. in this article. Okay. So. So the body, bodily res- resurrection validates the teachings and ministry of Jesus. Without the resurrection, Jesus was at best a wise man. At worst, he was a lunatic whose claim to be God merited execution, or at least straight, straight jacket. The bodily resurrection affirms the, quote, body, soul, end quote, integrity of Jesus, the word made flesh. Like the resurrected, resurrected body of Jesus, our bodies is, is, is integra- in, integrally connected to our soul and anticipates our restoration to the fullness of human integrity in the resurrection of the, of the dead at the end of the time. What Father Pekorsky's letting Bishop Dolan know yeah. is basically, as human persons, you can't separate the body from no, the soul. That's right. called death. And so if you Absolutely. try to say that what you do in your body, it really doesn't, doesn't matter. Or doesn't affect doesn't, your soul. It, it does affect Absolutely. your soul. That's the, that's the point of this article. And here's, where, here's mm-hmm. the meat of it. Uh, Father Pekorsky writes, The denial of the bodily resurrection rejects the central tenet of our faith and subverts the institutional church, combined with the doctrinaire incantation that the teachings of Christ were ideas that the early church put on the lips of Jesus. Church teaching becomes ideological propaganda wow. adrift from the, com- from the compatibility of God and man, body and soul, and faith and reason. Seminary authorities often identified opposition to conventional wisdom as an anti-intellectual formation issue. Most seminarians parroted the unorthodoxies or remained silent. Today, we see the ideological fruits of the denial of the resurrection in the highest levels of the church. Now yes, he's going to talk about Bishop yep. Dolan, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what he said. Uh, so th- this was the at his back- installation, you know, or, or or written. Yeah, yeah. 
I think, so, let me see. He said, uh, uh, let's find out when he said this right here because there's, there's yeah. a link right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it was at an interview. It looks, uh, I think July it was, 2023. It, it was like. at, um, mm-hmm. okay, he wrote it. Uh, he said it to it in, in, a, in a magazine called or, or a website Outreach. called Outreach, an LGBTQ resource. So he yeah. penned this for Outreach and they published it. Which is, I don't know why would a Catholic bishop would be writing anything for a, that's not a Catholic word, LGBT. No, it's that's not. That's not in the Bible, that's not it's the catechism. It's called homosexuality. Yes, it's, it's, it's an infiltrating right. group that's mm-hmm. trying to ram homosexual into the right. Catholic Church. It's trying to change the wording. Yeah. So here's what Father Poskorski writes. Okay. Uh, he writes about Bishop Dolan. Bishop uh, John P. Dolan, the and that's the the bishop of uh, the Diocese of Phoenix, the newly installed Bishop of Phoenix has pe- pinned okay. a welcome to LGBTQ Catholics. He writes, to, Cath- quote, quote. Quote, to Catholics within, with, within the LGBTQ community, community, I wish to reaffirm your sacred identity. You are Christian, not just in name, but in fact, Close end quote. quote. The bishop acknowledges the right to self-identify as we wish without the interference of others. My, co- my comment is, with all due respect to my bishop, our bishop. Yeah, he's our bishop. Why doesn't our bishop Dolan Pray for him. teach them to self-identify as a child of God? Yeah, absolutely. With the indelible mark they received at baptism. And not identify yourself by your sexual disorder. Mm-hmm. So, uh, in, Yeah, I think it, here, you know, Bishop Dolan is dog whistling. To the homosexual community. And that's what they are. They're not the LGBTQ Catholics. They're they the are the homosexual community within the Catholic Church. And they're trying to infiltrate the <laughs> yes. Catholic Church. Yes. So Bishop Dolan, here's another remark of his. Yeah. He says, I wonder how many within the LGBTQ community find such hope within the life of our church. Well, I find a lot of hope in our Christ. Hope is in Jesus, yeah. <laughs> Uh, That's not, why I go not, to mass. Not, not in how you Out feel or how you Christ. self-identify. Yep. If, if Bishop Dolan says, if you feel rebranded by those who stand against you, no, we don't stand against them. We stand against sin. We're mm-hmm. we're not homophobic. We're sinophobic, Bishop. Right. We're not homophobic. We're sin- homophobic. Is not even a word. No, it's not. Okay, the left just invented that. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, it's to uh, demonize us. Yes, to, yes. To put us down. To so Bishop Dolan says, if you feel rebranded. Uh, by those who stand against you, are you able to find within yourself the benchmark of hope that begins with God who has great hope for you? Uh, So according to Bishop Dolan, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transsexual, and queer as communities have a right to their respective brands. Hence, two women have the right to mutual masturbation, the article says, as do to to men. Men and women also have a right to engage in sexual mutual masturbation and sodomy regardless of... Serial. uh, Serial mutual masturbation and sodomy. Thank you regardless of their partners. Genital mutilation and hormone therapy to change one's sex provides one sex provides the benchmark of hope that begins with God. Hmm. I a, don't think uh, that would uh, the, apply. Everything the bishop just said right here, I, I just yeah, have to it's say, just, it's, just, it's, it's modernist, woke agenda. Yes, this, this, is, is, not, a, this, this is, is a prime example of infiltration, Yeah, I believe. God help us. Next yep. paragraph. The logic of the bishop's words is not ambiguous. A person is not a metaphysical composite of body and soul. 
Our bodies are dispensable playthings just as the body of Jesus wasn't necessary for him. Bishop Dolan's promotion of the LGBTQ community logically denies the bodily resurrection of Jesus and the resurrection of the dead. His view of the Catholic faith is ideology embedded in a religious bureaucracy. In other words, Christ rose wow. not only to save our soul, but to save our body right. and soul. Right, because that's this, how we're going to, our the, body and soul uh, are going to unite at, at the second coming. Yes, our soul has been redeemed and our body's been redeemed mm -hmm. as well. In other words, because we're in Christ, we're new creations. Since. We have the ability now to master our passions, not to give in to our passions. And especially a bishop should not be... Uh, you know, validating people and say, you know, you got the right to self-identify. He should be calling them to repentance. Mm -hmm. He should be calling them to 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 uh, an examination of conscience. He should be calling them to repent and believe in the gospel. Uh, to to have a, a moment of contrition where your heart is broken. You say, this is wrong. What I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That they would have, uh, you know, confess their sins to God. That they would yes. have a a, a firm repent. purpose to amend repent. their life, change their life. This yes. is what a bishop should call right. homosexual Catholics to, not affirm them. It says here, in uh, Father Pokorsky writes, in private conversation, many faithful priests and bishops today recognize the understandable naivete that marked their seminary years. In other words, they realized yeah. they, they were trained in modernism. Yep. All, the pre all the bishops, I, priests I talked to tell me this. Many actively homosexual seminarians counted on the reluctance of formators <clears throat> to reach, those are the ones that run the seminary, the priests that run the seminary, mm -hmm. to reach conclusions about them, which in retrospect should have been obvious. Indeed, as subsequent arrest records revealed, some of the formators, them, uh, uh, some of the formators were themselves gay. The bad oh, actors that's, have... Look at what we just read. Indeed, as subsequent arrest records oh. revealed, those are people that have been arrested for... They were formators. They were formators. They were the ones that yep. were forming young seminaries. Priests, well, elder priests, veteran priests that were well, forming young seminaries. Former Cardinal McCarrick. That's an yeah. example. Exhibit A. Yeah. Okay. Need to say any more. Yeah. The bad actors have perfected their techniques by abusing language, such as the referring to the rights of the LGBT community. It's not a Catholic term. It's not the Old or New Testament. Right. And it's not the catechism. Here's a... Father Pekorsky is, is basically inferring that a lot of these bishops that we have right now, they're bad actors. Yep. And they yep. were... And they were they, in seminary, a lot of these bishops were formators. Mm -hmm. They were probably bad formators. And as I read this, I'm reminded of St. Jerome who said, quote, it's rare to find a heretic that loves chastity. In other words, <laughs> a priest that's teaching heresy, wow, that's, yep. it's, he's generally sexually unclean, yep. sexually doing mm -hmm. things that he shouldn't be doing. Yep. Priests that are heretics. Yep. So what and else we, does Father say here? So he continues, today, most faithful Catholics continue to give the church's bureaucracy the benefit of the doubt. We quickly dismiss the thought that high-ranking church officials would use their offices to ena en enable sexual predators. Our naive silence enables them to embed their ideology in the processes of the bureaucracy and troll the youth. An LGBTQ community or any other community Clustered around the capital sins is a mirage. Good line. This ideology erases individuality and, like Adam and Eve in the garden, who hid in shame after their sin, seek uh, anonymity in community. God created us in his image and likeness. We are fallen, inclined to sin. The cross and resurrection redeem us and calls to conversion through the church. The sacraments heal us, and we haltingly grow in virtue. 
Sin threatens our salvation, so we must inveigh against the evils of violating the Ten Commandments and compassionately direct sinners to the confessional for forgiveness. That's the key right there. Yes, that line right there. Right there. Matthew 18, 22. Yes. I do not, I do not say to you seven times, but 70 times seven. In other words, to all my uh, Catholic friends out there that are dealing with homosexual proclivities or lesbianism, come to confession. confession. Open your heart to Jesus. Yes. Jesus Christ will forgive you again and again yeah. and again. He's a healer. And he'll give you the grace to fight against these evil inclinations. We even have in the Catholic Church, we have... Um, not cur- it's called it's called uh, courage courage courage, courage okay. rc.com yeah, courage, courage rc.com for those that are struggling With so there area. is not only you go to mass and you're 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 going you're have a prayer life and all those things need to be take place yeah. and then also with additional help within the catholic church in this program called courage, courage. rc.com for those of you courage that are ha- yeah for those of you that are having Yes. struggles with this. And it's a, it's a faithful, it's an orthodox apostolate yes. faithful to the teachings of the church. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're not, they're not an ideologue, they're not politically correct. Yes. Oh, All right. Our, I, here she comes. Yeah, Mater that, Dei. That's her day. Our, Virgo Poten. Our Lady of the Americas. I call her. <laughs> we'll be back. We're going to talk about some other aspects. Uh, is homosexuality a sin? What do the saints say? Huh. We'll find out. Stay with us. Yep. On the other side the break. We'll... Your beauty and your grace are the bright new dawn. Our Lady of Guadalupe, pray for us. So tenderly you hold us in your arms. We're back. Jesus and I will one. Every saint yeah, has the past. Yeah, Jesse We forgot to say it. Yeah, Jesse. <laughs> Yeah, have to, have to brand ourselves. Just yes, it <laughs> every sin has a past and every sinner has a future. As individuals, we are of inestimable worth and need the truth in a confused culture. Jesus suffered and died for each of us. The resurrected Jesus offers us everlasting life in union with him. And those who pander to the LGBT community, including those 14 Catholic bishops that have been highlighted by LifeSite News. Yep. If 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 you if these bishops continue pandering to the LGBT community and provoke them and all of us to die in our sins, those sins will be held on your account, bishops. You fourteen bishops that are pro LGBT. Anybody who dies uh, as a result of having heard your pandering, the, according to Ezekiel chapter three verses eighteen and nineteen. Their mortal sins on Judgment Day yes. will be put and rendered on your account at your Judgment Day. Yes. And so, Father Pekorsky ends, he says, perhaps we should replace PPI with BPI, Bishop Perceiver Interview, <laughs> leading to re- a renewal of baptismal promises that includes the renunciation of the devil and a profession of faith in the bodily resurrection of Jesus Christ. In other words, asking all the bishops i hope you you yep. renounce the devil all of you have to renounce them. the devil all of them all of them and they and profess the faith and right them. now is a time to 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 take a different direction direction of holiness their direction to bring people to holiness while you still have time while they have time life is short bishops yeah. you're all old men yep absolutely you're not going to be here that much mm-hmm. longer and i want to thank uh, uh father, father jerry, jerry for putting in this wonderful article and yeah. if you want to read this article for yourself and go through it slowly so maybe we you know went through it too fast for you but go to our website jesseromero.com and we ha- it's already posted or go to vmpr radio uh, dot org and it's there uh, you can um, 
Go ahead and look at that article. Yeah. Very good, very well written, and, at the, and with a ver, very charitable. Yeah. At the I very think. end, bishops, the, the Father Jerry is basically calling the bishops, I want to make sure that all of you, all of you bishops. Yeah, he, you, lo- this, he wrote this out of love. Yeah, you have, to, re- you have to renounce yes. the devil yourselves. Yes. You bishops, this is not just. It's not just us. It's just not as lay people. Mm-hmm. You do too. Yes. And, and and you have to make a profession of faith and believe it in the bodily resurrection. Of <laughs> I was say I tell that. you, because whatever we do yep. in the body is going to affect our soul. Mm-hmm. It, it, you're, that's why Our Lady of Fatima warned us that most people go to hell because of this, the violations of the sixth yes. and ninth commandment. Mm-hmm. What they're doing with their body, it does yes. matter, Bishop Dolan, and yes. all you other 14 L- pro-LGBT bishops. It matters what we do with our yes. body. Call people to repentance. Call people to fidelity. Call people to live in a state yes. of grace. Yes. Don't affirm people in their sins. And and you know, I want to say there are some bishops that are, are doing their best in their diocese to bring all people, yeah, you know, and lead them in the direction uh, to heaven. And, and uh, God bless those bishops. Yes, Roger Bishop. We can b- name a couple of them. Yeah. But uh, that, not to go off uh, on a tangent, but yeah, we need to bring those p- p- bishops and it, and you people out there, write to them. Write email to them. them email call them, them. Be nice. Don't be mean. Yeah, don't be mean. Nobody don't, likes a mean phone just call. Just say, Bishop, I'm concerned that yeah. you said this. Yeah. How can you reconcile this with the, the church just teaching? The catechism right. says this. Yeah. Bishop, scripture, it says this. Exactly. So that's how you can do it. Please do not go there and, and start... Uh, fronting them off and wagging your finger in front of them. No, they don't no, like that. No, nobody likes that. Nobody likes that. Even and, and, if you're wrong, you, you still don't like that. Yeah, you have to know how, you have to do it in charity. Absolutely. You can catch more honeys with honey than you can okay. with vinegar. Right, St. right. St. Francis de Sales So said can that. I give you more honey? Yeah, more honey. <laughs> okay, you know, uh, Anita, somebody this week, I don't know who it was, somebody sent me a website and you to our email. I found oh, it pretty yes. fascinating. That was fascinating. It was surprising, yeah. actually. It's called Bishop John... Uh, Bishop uh, John P. Dolan Watch.com. I, uh, and it says, uh, I think it says here, concerned laity from the Diocese of Phoenix. And don't get them confused with uh, Cardinal uh, Dolan no, from in New York. New York. No. no, this is the the Bishop in Phoenix Diocese. Diocese this yeah. new, who's only been here a year. And uh, this uh, website just came up. I was poking around this website when somebody sent it to me two days ago. Uh, this uh, group, this group called Concerned uh, Laity of the Diocese of Phoenix, and uh, uh, some of the links are very interesting. This yes. one, is, this one is worth just an entire segment. There's a yep. link there called "Can yeah. a Bishop or Priest Depart from the Faith?" Yep. So we're going to read to you what some of the saints and popes yeah. have said about. Here's a question. Can a bishop or priest depart from the faith? Or or is their salvation assured? Are they as because a, they're, saved? Yep. You know, one sa- I'm a bishop, one saved, always saved. I'm going to heaven, I'm a bishop. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is that the case? Well, let's see what some of the doctors of the church and the saints and And then you say. will know the answer yeah. after we, yeah. we finish. The, so what does St. Augustine okay. say? So St. Augustine says, eminent father and doctor of the church. He says, quote, what I am for you terrifies me. What I am with you consoles me. For you, I am a bishop, but with you, I am a Christian. The former is a duty, the latter a grace. The former is a danger, the latter salvation. Look at what, let's parse that wow. out. Look at what St. Augustine yep. says. 
being a bishop is dangerous. Mm -hmm. That's what he just said. Yep. Being a bishop is a duty. And that's what he just said. He said, being a Christian, that's pure grace. Mm -hmm. He said, being a pure Christian, that's where you're, you're saved from. You're not saved by being a bishop. You're saved no. by being a Christian. Christian. Okay? Right. Okay. And that's what is, what, what is, is Christian? Saying. What is Christian? It's a follower of Christ. Christ. Follow of Christ. Christ. Yeah. We, and we Catholics are we really are, following Christ? And we Catholics are the original Christians. Yes, we absolutely. are Catholic we Christians. We are Catholic Christians. St. Pius X says on this topic, he says, when he was congratulated by his mother upon his appointment as Bishop of Mantua, he replied to his mom, wow. quote, Mother, you do not realize what it means to be a bishop. I shall lose my soul if I neglect my duty, close quote. Right. And, and what does that mean? It, does, it means, obviously, offering up all the teachings of the church yeah. and being vocal as a bishop. Because they're called to teach, yes. govern, and sanctify. sanctify. Teach, govern, sanctify. Right. Teach not their opinion. Teach the Catholic faith. faith. And right. So St. Pius X says, if I neglect my duty, which is what? To teach and govern and make us holy, sanctify us, he's going to lose his soul. That's right. why I'm, I'm, I'm concerned and about And not these. just to us Christians here in, in the diocese, but also all the it, souls. All the souls the and entire. this is why I'm concerned for Bishop yes. Dolan and all the other 13 bishops that are pro-LGBT. As, as I read the popes and doctors of the church, I, 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 I'm, I'm worried about them. Yeah. What does St. John Chrysostom say? Yeah, St. John Chrysostom says he's a doctor of the church. In his commentary on Acts of the Apostle, he writes, quote, the soul of a bishop is for all the world like a vessel in a storm, lashed from every side by friends, by foes, by one's own people, by strangers. I do not think there are many among bishops that will be saved but many more that perish. This is the doctor of the church. Whoa, Only 38 whoa. of them. That last sentence was everything he yes. said. Yes. Let me repeat that. The last sentence. Gonna, I do not think there are many among bishops that will be saved, but many more that perish. St. John Chrysostom. That's whoa. not my opinion. Hmm. In his letter to Timothy, St. Paul wrote, in First Timothy chapter three, verse six and seven, if anyone aspires to the office of bishop, he desires he desires a noble task. Close quote. Paul then gave Timothy a litany of requirements for anyone who would hold this office and warned against ordaining those who were recent converts or couldn't manage their own households. Paul feared that if one of these men were ordained, quote, he may be puffed up with conceit and fall into the condemnation of the devil. Wow. Or quote, he may fall into reproach into and the snare of the devil. Notice. Twice. Hey, that, that reading was on Tuesday. Yeah, St. Paul says it twice here. And mass. About, about the office yes. of a bishop, that a devil goes after the yeah. bishop. He says it twice. Mm -hmm. Bishops, watch out. The, you're target number one of the devil. Yeah. St. Paul warned you twice yeah. in 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 6 and 7. What about yeah. St. John Vianney? St. John Vianney, he says, A priest goes to heaven or a priest goes to hell with a thousand people behind. Wow. wow. So if you're a priest, a holy priest and leading people into the faith and confession and communion and just watching over their souls, thousand people will follow you to heaven. But if you're a priest that's not, that's woke and is just giving you anything, just like a spoiled child, a modernist. whatever you want, it doesn't matter. You'll, you're you're going to you're you're leading them to tell. Blessed uh, Anne Catherine Emmerich, a mystic, yep. a bona fide mystic, 1821, says, mm -hmm. among the straightest, strangest things in a vision that she saw, Revelation, among the strangest things that I saw were long processions of bishops. She's talking about what she saw in heaven and hell, the afterworld, next life. 
Their thoughts and utterances were made known to me through, the, through images issuing from their mouths. Their faults towards religion were shown by external deformities. A few of these bishops had only a body with a dark cloud of fog instead Ooh. of a head. <laughs> Other bishops had only a head. Their bodies and hearts were like thick vapors. Oh my goodness. Some of these bishops were lame. Others were paralytics. Others were sleeping or staggering. I saw what I believed to be nearly all the bishops of the world, but only a small number of them were perfectly sound. Oh my. She also says in, in 1820, a year yes, before, she... said, Blessed Anne Catherine Emmerich. Yeah, she said, I saw the Holy Father surrounded by traitors and in great distress about the church. He had visions and apparitions in his hour of greatest need. I saw many good pious bishops, but they were weak and wavering. Mm. Their cowardice often got the upper hand. The wokeness. <laughs> That's my. Then I saw darkness spreading around and people no longer seeking the true church. So two oh, things wow. that Blessed Catherine yep. Emmerich says that he she saw a lot of bishops and mm -hmm. what got the upper hand of them? Cowardness. Cowardice. Cowardice. What Cowardice. else does she say? She said, I said, I believe I saw all the bishops of the world. Only a, a small number Some were number perfectly sound. sound. In other words, per, saved. That's yep. what she's saying. Right. Pope Pius XI in a private audience said what? He said, the church's worst persecutors have been their own unfaithful bishops, priests, and religious. He went on and said, Opposition from the outside is terrible. It gives us many martyrs. But the church's worst, worst enemy is her own traitors. You can get Those all the, within the church are the worst traitors. You can get and all we this, have a lot of them. You can get all this information at Bishop John Dolan. Bishop John Dolan P. Watch. Bishop John P. Dolan Watch.com. Bishop John P. Dolan Watch.com. Uh, we have a holy, diocese. holy pause. Yeah. We'll be back. Yeah. Stay with us. See you in the next segment. We are back. Jesus 911 with Jesse and Anita. It's our last segment. Wow, it's gone so fast. Yes. Uh, uh, TGIF. Uh, thank, thank God, God I'm, I'm forgiven. forgiven. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yes. When uh, I go to confession. <laughs> some uh, some lay people out here in, in the Diocese of Phoenix, some concerned lay people, send me a website. And I mm -hmm. figured I'd just do the show on it today, me and my wife. It's yes. called bishopjohnpdolanwatch.com. It's... Uh, some of the links are, is just an entire Bible study or catechesis on its own. There's one link here. It's called, What Do the Saints Teach About Homosexuality? I found this absolutely yes. fat. I've never, I never heard any of this before. This is all new, mm -hmm. new to me. I'm glad that they sent me this website yes. because I'm learning a whole lot as I'm reading through it. Mm -hmm. St. Catherine of Siena, doctor of the church, wrote that God, that God said, in, it's, it's in the book uh, called The Dialogue, chapter 124. God told her that same-sex acts are so appalling that demons who incite them won't even stick around as they're taking place. Demons have to turn away from the act of sodomy. Wow. Our Lord wow. revealed this. That's... Our Lord revealed uh, mm -hmm. this to her. So St. Catherine, Catherine's conversations with God, she's a doctrix of the church. Mm -hmm. She writes that the enemy, demons incite people to unnatural sins, homosexual acts, but that they don't stick around to see it happen because those acts are too repulsive even for them. 
Those acts are so contrary to nature that they offend their angelic intellect, even though they are fallen and apostate. They want the sin to take place and they incite it, but it is so offensive to them that they absent themselves when it is happening. St. Catherine makes it pretty clear mm -hmm. what God thinks of sodomy and all the other unnatural acts that fall into that category. So hideous, so offensive are those sins that even demons who provoke them won't stick around while they're being committed. Wow, that's pretty revealing yeah. of what happens in the spiritual war world. So this is God when, the Father yes. telling St. Catherine mm. of Siena this. This is the first person wow. in the Trinity telling the doctor of the church. And this. you know, and we are telling you this so you can tell others this yeah this is new to me too yes. so i'm just learning myself yeah so all of you need to to tell everybody again we're getting all of this from a website called bishop john p dolan yes yes bishop john p dolan some concerned lay catholics here in phoenix they put the website up and uh, they i didn't know about it they just sent it to yeah. me and i found and peruse through the website we've been doing that i yeah, said oh this I, is I interesting figured, yeah I, they put some thought into this yeah, they put some i said this is a radio show here so and what, what does St. Bonaventure say? He's, no, doctor and, of the Church. And St. Jerome said, doctor all, of the church. they both said this, all sodomites in the world died when Christ was born. Can you imagine that? When Christ was born on that day in Bethlehem, when, in the, in the um, uh, stable, in the yeah. manger, when he was born, all the sodomites in the world at that time perished. Now, they completely perished. We're not saying that. Two doctors, Two of, the doctors of the church. St. Bonaventure, 13th yes. century. St. Jerome, 4th century. Yes. And there's a link where you can click on yeah, the link. Yeah, everything you, has a link. So yeah. when you go on there, you can look to see where yeah. you can find this. Yeah. So, uh, so the link of their homilies, mm -hmm. get this, their homilies, homilies are on the internet. Yes. And what they said, so there's a link there if you want. Uh, St. John Chrysostom he said, but the worst of all passions is the lust between men. Ooh. And there's a link for that as well. Mm -hmm. uh, <clears throat> St. John Chrysostom, he talked on the terrible... He was a doctor of the church. Another, yeah, another doctor. He, 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 he talks on the terrible passion of homosexuality. Mm -hmm. And there's a link where you can read the whole thing. But what, what, what does the, the article say? Okay, the article says, um, a doctor of the church affirms the gravity of this unnatural vice, saying the vice of sodomy quote, surpasses the enormity of all others because, why? Without fail, it brings death to the body and destruction to the soul. It pollutes the flesh, extinguishes the light of the mind, expels the Holy Spirit from the temple of the human heart, and it gives entrance to the devil, mm. the stimulator of lust. It leads to error, totally removes truth from the deluded mind. It opens up hell and closes the gates of paradise. It is a vice that violates temperance, slays modesty, strangles chastity, and slaughters virginity. It defiles all things, sullies all things, pollutes all things. This vice excludes a man from the assembled choir of the church. It separates the soul from God to associate associate it with demons and it's wow. yeah you can find that a uh, mary destroyer of all heresies the myth of uh chase homosexual yeah, there's a link there's there. a link there you can find out the link saint pius the fifth well, about 500 years ago 400 years ago uh he demanded at his time mm -hmm. rigorous punishment of homosexual clergy wow and, and so there was there wow. was corporal punishment uh, there was serious punishment. They were sent to monasteries for the rest of their life 
to uh, flog, flagellate themselves, you know, kneel on the floor and do, you know, the three rosaries with their arms extended. I mean, this was, this was uh, back in the Middle Ages when they took this really serious because they knew how, they yeah. knew that this is one of the seven deadly sins that leads people to hell. Or one, and it also, this is one of the four sins that's mm -hmm. the worst of all. The four sins that scream out to, to the vengeance of God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so St. Bernardine of Siena, let's see what he says. An illustrious Franciscan preacher of the 15th century made this psychological analysis of the sodomite. He warns that those who live their life practicing this vice will suffer greater torments in hell. Yeah, so many, many of the saints talk about there, there's different levels of chambers, torture in hell, yeah. different mm -hmm. chambers. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dante says yeah. that the, 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 the place where the... The worst torments are for clergy. Mm -hmm. in wow. Dante's Inferno. And they can tell right away because they have indelible marks. Yes. The demons they can know. know. They, they, they know. They, they, they can know. see. He's Once, baptized. And he's not only baptized and confirmed. He's a bishop. He's a yes. priest. They, they know. They, they know. And so uh, what does St. Jerome say? So St. Jerome, it is rare to find a heretic that loves chastity. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And, and again, that's and, why I'm concerned yeah, about these you, 14 bishops in the U.S., yep. Because they because they're promoting homosexuality. That's heresy. That's heresy, right? And and, and, and so, Saint Jerome says, if somebody's a heretic, uh, they don't love chastity. No, they don't love mm -mm. chastity. Mm -mm. And, and not at all. There, there's a connection there. Absolutely. In other words, if you're willing to dissent from the moral teachings of the church, intellectually, you'll do it. Yep. Actually, physically, mm -hmm. you'll say, I don't believe it here intellectually. Mm -hmm. I don't have to abide by yep. it. That's and that the, they listen to their passions. Yes. It's their passions that they're listening it's, to. They're yeah, not listening not to the in, intellect. No. And the will is weak. Yes. St. Peter Damien, <clears throat> who yeah. died in 1072, another doctor of the church, by the way, a mm -hmm. cardinal and Benedictine monk, cardinal and doctor of the church. He wrote, a, it's called the Book of Gomorrah and St. Peter's struggle against ecclesiastical corruption. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, in, in the, this Book of Gomorrah, as well as an extensive account of the saint's battle against the terrible corruption in the church of his day. St. Da Damien fearlessly rebuked popes and bishops mm -hmm. in his quest to restore the integrity of the Catholic priesthood and the morals of the faithful. Mm -hmm. He also successfully confronted the German emperor, Henry IV, to protect the sacrament of marriage and prevent him from receiving an easy annulment. St. Peter Damien in the Book of Gomorrah gives an eloquent and impassioned denunciation of a plague of homosexuality among the clergy, Catholic clergy during the 11th century. The more things change, mm -hmm. the more things stay the same. Yep. We're back. It's, it's back. It's back. This demon is back. This homosexual yep. demon. Mm -hmm. Although this book was back. written almost a thousand years ago, the Book of Gomorrah seems addressed to our own times associating the phenomena, uh, the phenomena of clerical homosexual homosexuality and pederasty. And endorsing the... Well, let's uh, define pederasty. Uh, po uh, having sex with a post under post-pubescent yeah mm -hmm. uh, yeah post-pubescent minor uh, and endorsing the imprisonment of clergy who are a danger to the youth in the book of gomorrah saint damien warns pope leo the ninth that that quote the cancer of sodomitic impurity is creeping through the clerical order and decries the sexual abuse of spiritual sons by Catholic priests. He warns that all those habituated to homosexual behavior should be removed from the priesthood and that the wrath of God is provoked against those who continue to offer the sacrifice of the Mass. Mm. St. Peter Damien writes to the clergy, 
Beware of inextinguishably inflaming the fury of God against you, lest your prayers you more sharply provoke him whom you patently patently offend by your evil acts. The Book of Gomorrah provides a stark contrast to those in today's clergy who wish to treat the sin of sodomy as if it were a minor or trivial matter. According to Damien, the evil of homosexual behavior, quote, surpasses the savagery of all the other vices, end quote, and, quote, is to be compared to no other. For this vice is the death of bodies, the destruction of souls, pollutes the flesh, extinguishes the light of the intellect, expels the Holy Spirit from the temple of the human heart, and introduces the diabolical insider of lust, throws into confusion, and removes the truth completely from the deceived mind. He notes that, quote, whoever has soiled himself with the contamination of sodomitic disgrace, unless he is cleansed by the fulfillment of fruitful penance, can never have the grace of God, will never be worthy worthy of the body and blood of Christ, and will never cross the threshold of the celestial homeland, which is heaven. That's me. Yeah. St. Damien expresses profound sorrow for those who have fallen into sexual perversion, promising them that they can be liberated from their enslavement to sin by God and restored spiritually if they repent and do penance. And that means that's, that's yes. for all of us. That, yeah, this applies to all of us. <laughs> yes. Homosexuality, any sexual sin. Yeah. And by the, by the way, even heterosexuals, I know I get mm-hmm. this question asked a lot. Mm-hmm. Heterosexual sodomy is not allowed either. It's unnatural. And so all you got to do is confess it and it's under the blood. Mm-hmm. But it's and don't that, do it anymore. And don't do, yeah, but some guys <laughs> will ask me, so I'll say, yeah, it's that that's mm-hmm. it's all sodomy, heterosexual, homosexual is not allowed. Well, you know what? I want to thank the people who put up this website, uh, Bishop bishopjohnpdolanwatch.com. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got some, uh, and, and I think it was very nice what they put here. The mission of this website is out of concern for the salvation of souls. We seek to engage in the fruitful conversation about the direction of the Phoenix Diocese under our bishop. His Excellency John P. Dolan, the, the, the Phoenix Catholic community, has been vibrant and orthodox for many years now with a reputation for faithfulness to the ancient unbroken teachings of Holy Mother Church as taught through scripture, tradition, and the magisterium. We pray that it will stay that way. However, <clears throat> there are troubling signs indicating unorthodox changes are being implemented from the top down. Yep. Keep praying for your bishops every day. Yeah, your, your bishops, our bishops, all the bishops. At Mass, much, pray much for them. prayer. Pray your rosary every day. Yes, pray absolutely. the divine mercy. Include them. Yeah, include and them as, every day. Yeah, as for us, that's a wrap. We're done. Yeah, we're done. This is 911 with Jesse and Eden. This was our spiritual warfare show. And this is spiritual oh, warfare. Absolutely. absolutely. They're attacking our bishops. Absolutely. The demons are on high, just going out there and wanting to take Full their souls. Full press. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Hey, up next, Gary Machuda hands on apologetics. Stick around. He'll be uh, here with... See you next time. High-level apologetics. God bless you. Keep the faith.